0: We're, yeah, we're going. Okay. Uh, uh, hello. Hello. It's Josh. And
1: Camila.
0: And this is what we're into.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> You're way too aware of it now. Like, I gotta stop pointing that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a date night podcast, uh, where two 30 something year olds are in love. Aww. And also, we're talking. <laughs> we're also talking about uh, things that uh, we do purely for ourselves. Our the way we enjoy and, and consume uh, media with our very limited free time. Uh, we only have time to do like one or two new things uh, a night. And sometimes we make bad decisions and watch like TV shows we've seen forty times, yes. like last night. Where I got a little drunk and just watched the first season of Good Place again, <laughs> um, but usually we're you know picking up things that we haven't uh, haven't watched before or music that is new or that we've been in, com- that we've come back to or games those sort of things mm-hmm. and uh, yeah because of our limited free times we usually only have one or two things new things to talk about kind of on the go on the go yeah because we're using. Our limited free time to make this podcast now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> how are you?
1: Good, how are you? I'm okay. You never do that. I know. Right? We never
0: talk about how we are. I'm good. Okay. I'm
1: just happy to be home.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we're drinking tea. Yes. That's a callback too. Yeah. What also- kind are you having? Jasmine. Nice. Jasmine green tea.
1: And I'm having Earl Grey.
0: Yeah. And, that's a, and that's a callback yeah. to our tea episode. Exactly. So good. A callback to Full Metal Alchemist. No, 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 no. no. That's, what that? happened. That's, oh, okay. that's
1: what happened in the last one, and then it got screwed up. We, got, we, we, went, too, yeah.
0: we went too
1: far. We went too,
0: too long, too far. Okay. <laughs> well, I have to say that it again, otherwise it feels <laughs> we'll on say. Full Metal Alchemist. There you okay. go, okay. <laughs> um, you feel better. <laughs> yes. I'm only used to hearing it twice. Slightly different at a time. It, yes. It's a requirement for me, otherwise I get a little little twitchy Ancy, yeah. Yeah. get antsy <laughs> like, fancy. like if you leave the house not wearing a backpack after you're so used to carrying a backpack around you oh. just kind of feel agitated like yeah, you're you don't forgetting know what, something yeah, exactly. you're missing half of your ass
1: yeah <laughs> where's my back I don't mm-hmm. know
0: um, so this will be an interesting episode, but I'm sure our last episode was probably terrible because we couldn't focus at all that. No, that, that was so a
1: was was, non-focused that was, episode. That was right. We apologize for
0: that. We do apologize. And if you're still around, thank you. Yes, thank you. If you're not, I mean, that's That's okay. Understandable. We, we got that one. Uh, that's probably going to be our first one-star reviews. People are going to <laughs> finally rate and review this podcast just to say, like, what the fuck was that episode? <laughs> What's wrong with you too? Yeah. Uh, so we uh, wanted to talk about a thing we have, like, this is definitely not something that we discovered or anything like that. We're not, like, shining the limelight on it or anything. This is something that we heard a lot about. And we debated back and forth whether or not we were interested in it. Um, And then we picked it up because it became available to us and it's actually one of my favorite things now.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, We are talking about a Japanese uh, television show, a Japanese unscripted, uh, like real life drama sort of thing uh, called Terrace House. And if, you recognize the title? Uh, you're probably familiar with uh, the McElroy school of products or family of products, yeah? Um, because uh, in past podcasts and and uh, other media they've produced, they have mentioned Terrace House before. Mm-hmm. So the uh, through there's three seasons available on Netflix, at least for Canadian Netflix. I believe they're on American Netflix. I tried to double check but i couldn't really find out so the newest season just went up this year but and that's where we first saw it on the recommended for you mm-hmm. because we screwed up our the algorithm for ours by watching just a bunch of trash television
1: screwed yours up mine's all just all garbage yeah. tv <laughs> yes, that's true.
0: we were just we just wanted to watch some trash one day and now it's all crazy but if we didn't do that it probably wouldn't have
1: not popped up on popped ours. Up from
0: mine yeah, yeah. so the new season came up and we saw that and we're like hey well, let's check to see if the other seasons are on and they are we're starting with terrace house boys and girls in the city uh there's also aloha state and i can't remember what the newest I one's what called the
1: other one is either
0: But uh, we decided to go with Boys and Girls in the City because that's the one that we've heard the most about. Mm -hmm. And we also wanted to... Because the series was long-running in Japan, we wanted to make sure that we started from the earliest point that we could just to make sure we understood what we were watching because yeah. get the basics get the basics down and also like in the first episode they immediately started doing callbacks to like the syndicated version of the yeah. show yeah. and it's kind of confusing a little confusing at the time because we didn't understand a lot of the uh a lot of the elements that they were discussing like right out the gate but then once you get past that it's it's a very straightforward concept Yep. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So we have not watched the entire first season. We haven't watched the first... I think we're at episode eight or so in yeah, Boys we're and Girls Yeah, we're actually Disney.
1: quite far. Well,
0: because we were watching like two or three episodes a night. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think there's 18 episodes altogether.
0: In in Boys and Girls in the City, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to discuss some of the plot points that we have arrived to at the point of recording this, so... Up to episode 8 If you have an interest in, in it Then you'll probably want to check it out Before listening to to this We'll definitely like Alert you to when we're going to Start talking about the spoilers So mm-hmm. if you want to hear about Like our experiences with unscripted tv shows and stuff we're gonna do that first so you don't have to worry about us you know getting really hyped up for what we talk about and then us just ruining the first yeah, episode let's
1: not ruin it for you
0: so right now we're gonna talk non-spoiler stuff and we'll let you guys know when when we are doing spoilers exactly so camilla what's up josh you watch a lot of garbage television <laughs> i do i never really had that experience the most experience I've had with unscripted TV is like watching some of those auction shows as a kid or like some sports stuff. I was never really big into sports, mm-hmm. so I didn't really watch a lot of that sort of unscripted stuff. Before Terrace House, I watched a couple of... Episodes of Big Brother Canada with a ex girlfriend while we were together at the time. She was very into it. I d- was not mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> like, at all. It's far too cringy a lot of the times, and I feel like I need to leave the room in my own goddamn house. So, yeah, yeah like as far as unscripted goes, things like unscripted TV that gets like a high level of polish. Like, I used to watch. Comic Book Men. Uh, I showed you an episode or two of that. Just, it it was... It's junk food television for sure. I mean, you can count, like, the My Brother, My Brother and Me TV show as unscripted TV, but Mm -hmm. it's, like, got that level of polish where, you know, they had arranged for the events ahead of time and then went and did them and didn't have, like, a script to speak of. Yeah. But beyond that, I didn't ever... I wasn't watching... I wasn't part of Bachelor Nation. Gotcha. I wasn't, uh, I didn't watch the real world Miami or whatever it is. I guess I've watched some of the unscripted, like the uh, Flip My House or like Property Brothers and stuff. I've watched some of that because those types of shows are like constantly playing on a loop at my mom's house. So okay. but, like if I went to visit, I would walk in and be like, what are you watching? Ghost Adventures. Uh, okay. I love that show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. It's one of my favorite spooky shows. It's So good. <laughs> and
0: a, a thing that I feel like we really need to draw some some attention to is the fact that unscripted TV and reality TV and stuff kind of like it's all it's all based on the edit that they do, of course. Yep. Like it, there is really is. Like you can edit. Uh, You can edit a conversation so that, you know, the person making the correct points ends up being wrong at the end if you edit correctly. Those sort of things. But, like, pulling back further from that, YouTube personalities are often unscripted, right? Mm -hmm. YouTube personalities could technically be a reality show. That's true. Watching live streams of things, technically a reality show. In most cases, podcasts are reality radio where they're That's just true. like live commentary of uh, discussing things because they don't technically have a script yeah so i think like the concept or at least the public uh interpretation of reality shows or unscripted tv is very specific to things like the bachelor and things yeah. like real world and big brother and stuff so i i think that if you go into terrace house with the understanding that you're watching something that is unscripted in that sense, mm-hmm. then I think you're going to walk away feeling better with a show like this than comparatively to like a show like big brother where they're manufacturing drama. It's true. Yeah. So, What's your relationship to TV like this? Cause you watch a lot of, uh, well, you watch a lot of competition shows.
1: Yeah, I watch a lot of the competition. I like uh, watching. I like watching the people like do something and then be eliminated, and then mm-hmm. watch them dwindle down to the last two, and then they have to fight to the battle of the death <laughs> kind of thing to get their money. I love that. It's So good because like, I've watched. I've watched. Oh shoot, what's that one? I've watched Face Off. I love Face Off, with the 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 costumes and stuff like. Oh, that. Oh, that's
0: a practical effects yep. show. It was a show on Sci-Fi or Space Channel. Or yeah, something sci-
1: like that. Sci-Fi
0: or i V. S- I'm pretty sure it's for Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi, but.
1: But yeah, they had. That one, oh, the ma- Masters of Cosplay or whatever. Yeah, what was that one? That was a good one. That was a that was a fun one to watch.
0: So, I mean, if when you watch those shows, I mean, the, when you say competition shows, where like here is a task to do, complete it, and the best one wins, like yeah. you watch a lot of those shows. But that that while that's unscripted and it's not exactly like. A terrace house, right? It's not. No. it's not like a well, reality I, show. I
1: either my biggest thing, my first introduction to like something similar to Terrace House was Real World because it was on MTV, mm-hmm. and it was very interesting and very fun because that was my young life as a little, like a preteen... Oh yeah, watching adults be adults. So it was like... And
0: be ooh. slutty. Yeah,
1: it was like, ooh, <laughs> this is like the naughty TV, but it's really not naughty at all. It's just 20-something-year-olds <laughs> being dickheads. But at the same time, it was like, in my child mind, it was just like, this is... I shouldn't be watching this. I should have this been watching is this. Raunchy. This is really bad. But it was so addicting because it was like, you get in there and you watch people start out as bffs and then all of a sudden love triangles and then there's fights and drama and people are throwing shit and you know uh the police have to be called because somebody's doing something i mean like it's all this drama because i don't i didn't have any drama in my life so it was nice watching someone else's drama so it was like yeah you go (laughs) ahead you go for it i'm i'm drama free but watching you is amusing as hell Because, like, that's the kind of stuff that I'm into. And I don't know why. I have no idea. It's just in my head. I like watching...
0: everybody else's problems are more interesting because they're not your problems. That's very (laughs) true. Yeah. That's that's why people are like, oh, I don't like drama, but, like, tell me everything that happened. Yeah. Like, that's why there's... That's why people are like that.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Because as long
0: as... Hey, it could be worse. It could be happening to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I'm not, like... I, I yeah I like I like the drama kind of thing. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. But real world is, is as close as it gets. I really didn't watch Big Brother. Not no. not particularly. I think I've maybe watched one or two seasons. I watched some of those dating sites or uh, dating uh, shows. Uh, that one with uh, Tila Tequila or whatever her name is.
0: Yeah. Tia Tequila.
1: Yeah, something like that. I don't
0: even remember what I that's watched. Called.
1: I don't remember, but she was like. Dating men and women. And okay. so, like, there was both genders, and they would come in, and they would try to grab her attention, and at the end of it, you know, that kind of Wait, thing.
0: Wait, they and just it, did a series about the same person just dating a bunch of people Yeah, every it, was,
1: it was... I don't know if it was a seasonal thing, but I know okay. it was a show. <sighs> and then I, I remember watching the other dating ones where it was, like, blind date or whatever. Okay. So it would be, like, two co-hosts would watch these people go on a date, and then at the end of it... They would do, like, quick interviews and stuff and be like, so you went on a date with so-and-so. How did it go? And then they can spill how it really went. And, and then oh, the other it? side. And the and the other one's sitting right there listening to the conversation where they're just like, oh, I thought it was going really well. And the, and the person's like, oh, no, it was awful. I couldn't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. That's kind of funny because it's like. Your true colors come out when you're on the phone with someone, not knowing that the person you just dated, like, two days ago is sitting literally right in the room listening to you talk bad about them? I mean...
0: <laughs> you that would only get away, you could only get away with that for a single season though right because there's a
1: lot because it's blind date you go on a date with someone and you see how it goes because you have to you judge that person based on if you're gonna go on a second date with uh, them okay right so the but person I mean, goes on a you date you know the
0: structure of the show at that point it's like
1: it's but the thing is is these two <laughs> people that don't know each other literally get picked one person picks the other up they're in a car and it's that moment of. It's Stranger Danger, right? You're just sitting in the car and you're like, Do I talk to this person? How do I talk to this person? This is awkward. I know people are watching me. And then there's either an immediate connection or they just sit in the car in silence. And of course, the best thing about the show was that the, co- the host would make... Funny jokes, as uh. well as there'd be blurbs. Oh, yeah, that the would pop up Okay, I, I know
0: which Cause one. Because the
1: pop ups yeah. were great, yeah. because it would just be like the girl would say something, and then a pop up would be over the guy's head of like some kind of cartoon or words okay. or something, and it was just like, yep, pretty much. Yep, yep, yep but the thing is, is I watched it all when I was really young yeah it was like under the age of 13 like so you I was, didn't was really watching have a, I had no idea if that was like the real world or not
0: well it's called it has real world in the title so it has to be I know it has to be how people interact and
1: then I realized as I got older that all that shit was not real and yeah. that they manufactured drama because those people technically yes getting a group of people strangers in a room in a, in a house living together sure there will be drama because you have there's roommates there's
0: tension yeah
1: if you've ever had roommates, you're obviously going to have tension. But that doesn't boil within, like, the first two or three yeah. weeks. It takes months of that shit of living together before someone explodes. Unless you're a complete asshole. I yeah. Yeah.
0: So, for Terrace House, the structure is pretty much the same. And this is the main distinction between these sort of... I like terrace house better. Terrace house is much better. It's. Yeah,
1: I like the structure. Because
0: they're polite and it's oh, not wonderful. just. It's not just people like being shitty for ratings. It's also like, you know, we're living together for X amount of months. We are actually roommates, so we should behave like roommates. Yeah. Where we have to respect this house we're living in, respect each other. Mm-hmm. We have to. We have to do you know, this level uh, of uh, like we have to have appropriate interactions yes And so terrace house is there's um six people living in a house together mm-hmm. they're utter strangers the only thing that's been arranged for them ahead of time is the gorgeous house that oh, they're it's living a beautiful in beautiful home and a nice car for them to drive they did get a hummer in this season yeah. but it makes sense considering that they needed to have enough space in the car for six people in Again. case they all go out.
1: Bright yellow. Bright mm. yellow Hummer. Yeah. But I'm
0: pretty sure that's just so that they can, you know, be tra-
1: spotted on the highway.
0: Tra- track the car when they're doing like the B-roll and they're following the car with a camera and that's stuff. That's
1: true. You're going to stand out in Tokyo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so this one does take place in Tokyo. The other one takes place in Hawaii and I think the the new one is taking place in the States. Oh, cool! I think that's right.
1: Is that just because of the fact that Netflix is taking over, or probably has it always been in Japan?
0: Well, the I know that the original series they changed the cities, but I don't know if they if they changed like countries. the countries. Uh,
1: okay, that I have to look up. That'd be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, so like only being provided with the house and the utilities and a car means that they still have to. Do their real lives outside mm-hmm. of the show. So they have to go to work in order to afford food and they have to go to school. Three of them in this season are in college and then three of them are currently working. Mm-hmm. And then when we talk about manufacturing drama, that doesn't happen really because when you're watching a show like Big Brother where they have to complete challenges and stuff or the real world where they're just... Like, they're just exploding every day for some reason. Because they're not confined to a house where they have to spend their entire... Like, all of their time. Mm-hmm. And they're not being given these wacky uh, physical challenges or, yeah. or... They're not competing
1: things. for anything. Yeah,
0: it, there's no competition. They are there to just be roommates for a couple months. Yeah. So, like, following them while they go do their jobs. Or following them to their school. Or, like... We get to see some of their friends, and and they yeah, can
1: lunch they dates and
0: stuff openly talk about what's going on in the show. It's very interesting, and it it doesn't feel as like fabric a fabricated reality that yeah. they're existing in.
1: It looks like you're just literally watching just people being people. Because most of the time, you see them either in their bedrooms doing or hobbies, you, or they're or they're just talking in the living room, yeah. and and then it's either or they're in the kitchen having food, and their food looks amazing. <laughs> I mean, like, there's only, like, select places that you can follow them, and that's pretty much what it is. I mean, like, you get to see their day, sure, but the majority of their interaction is in the house, Mm -hmm. unless somebody says, let's go out.
0: Yeah, aside from everything that's happening there, because we don't have these, like, fabricated events or anything like that, they're they're not creating the drama for the sake of having something interesting happen... Rather than like having this outside influence in the house itself, they have a panel of like <laughs> these interpreters, like yeah. where they're watching the show and they discuss what like people's motivations might be yeah. or like what they meant by saying one thing or the other. Yeah, they or, almost like...
1: create their own little drama within their own panel. Yeah, without affecting the the, the people in the TV show.
0: Yeah, because they are they are just passive observers of this show. But when they're talking about it, they are all coming in from different concepts uh, and different point of views and different uh, interpretations of what's happening. And then they discuss it themselves. And I think that's ingenious because it's like the way that they would skew your opinion on an event that's happening. Because like one thing will happen and I'll be like, that doesn't seem like suspicious at all to me. That seems like a normal thing a normal person would do. And then they'll start talking about it. I'm like, okay, so it does sound a little slimy when you put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the panel because. Yeah,
1: the panel's great.
0: We've got like this one guy who insists on just dis- like finding the worst in each of the characters. Yeah. Then we've got like the older woman, uh, the slightly younger woman, and the slightly younger woman still. Then we have the one guy who's just like a dad to everyone. Yeah, he's, he kinda just like a kinda, dad he's just like, you know yeah you could see it that way or maybe that's just the way that people are with people that they don't know Exactly, it's <laughs> just kind of like just every time he talks he'll point out one thing but then he'll just be like or you could just let it go. It yeah, doesn't matter. He kind of
1: shuts people down in a polite way. <laughs> yeah. And then
0: there's a 14 year old boy who he's
1: adorable. He's adorable,
0: and I love listening to him talk because he's. Yeah,
1: he doesn't have a lot of speaking parts because he's normally just listening to the adults talk. But until, then, the disturbers, like, until the shit disturber is like, give me your talk. opinion, give me your opinion. And as soon as he gives his opinion, the little shit disturber just is like, really, that's your opinion? And and of course, it's all fun and jokes and yeah. everything. They don't treat him badly. He he was on on the, a few episodes just did a schooling right yeah yeah he's a sweetheart he's a he's a good kid
0: we're we're we've been talking about the structure for a long time so do you want to talk about the the the... actual stuff that we've watched so far all right so we are going to talk about spoilers if you want to pop back in like 10 minutes or so when we move on to the next uh, topic probably won't spend too much time on this just because we haven't watched the full season yet exactly uh so that out of the way the six Wonderful people that we've met, yes. and I do think that they're great. I think they're they're very nice nice kids. Mm-hmm. My opinion on some of them have, have flipped entirely since oh, the first yeah, since, episode, because at first yeah. I'm like, who's this guy? What does he think he is? Yep. And now it's I'm like, true. oh, he's trying so big, though. I yep. love him. And so we met, uh, oh, and these are Japanese names. Uh, we are going with their first names here, um, not to be like rude to them or anything like this just because this is how uh we remember who who's who yeah and also my pronunciation is probably going to be pretty bad (laughs) uh so we had makato who is 21 21 yep he's a fourth year in college and he is a baseball player he arrived on the scene we think that baseball is kind of like his main passion but like in these past couple episodes, he's been slipping, yeah. complaining about uh, an old injury that he's had and everything. Yeah. Minori. Yep. Uh, Minori. Yep. Minori. She is also twenty-one. She's also a fourth-year in college, uh, and she models part-time. We have Mizuki. Mizuki.
1: Mizuki. Yeah. Mizuki. Yep.
0: Yeah. She is a office worker and part-time barista for the same company. I guess they have her do multiple roles for the company. Yep she's the oldest girl I bo- uh, yeah, she's, she's 24
1: 24 I think. 20 yeah she's one of the she's 24, 24.
0: I quite like her because she's immediately <laughs> become the big sister
1: yeah she's very sweet
0: yeah she takes care of the the other girls there's Yuki uh, who is a professional tap dancer
1: yep he has, um, teaches classes and stuff
0: he's apparently like an award-winning tapper he's done competitions that he's placed in he's uh, he was one of the people that I'm just like, what are you doing there? Because he's like 28 or something yeah, like he that.
1: Yeah, ju- he turned 28 in the episode, in the show.
0: Yeah, and so at first I'm just like, what are you supposed to be? He's kind of fallen into a the house dad role.
1: Yes, he has.
0: But he gets like mostly to be like, you know, what are you doing with your life? Tell me about your passions. Yeah. Like talk about that stuff. But then when there's like a conflict or something, he, he just kind of... He kind of shady. He kind of gets shitty. He kind of sits to the side and just like... No, you just you you fight it out between you. This is between you. This yeah. is your problem. You you solve it. So like I wasn't a great big fan. He's
1: of... he's not my number one choice, but I would have to say I think he's the hardest one to to like in the house. Yeah, because there are there the rest of them are pretty much easier to like. He he's probably the hardest one to like. I think not just because he's older. I just think he. There was a conversation and the way he handled it was not very good.
0: He made two of the other people cry.
1: And it, and he's done it a few times to one poor girl, but it wasn't like in a mean way. It was just, I don't think sometimes he, I don't think he thinks about what he's saying before he, it's, it's out. Yeah. I think he's one of those people that's just like, I'm going to say this and if I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry, yeah. but that's kind of what he is.
0: Then we have Eureko. She's 23, and she is a med student. She's on her final year in med school before she starts her residency. And Tatsuya, who is a professional hairdresser, Mm -hmm. uh, he is 23 as well, I believe. Yeah, professional hairdresser, works at a uh, very trendy salon. Yeah, it's very sweet. And... We got to see his interactions with the uh, the other ladies that work in. They love hair. him, and they, you can tell they, they really love him. <laughs> like you
1: can tell that there's a really good family connection and stuff like that. Everyone's yeah. really because he's really good at what he does. He, he actually is. cut uh, Makato. Makato's hair, and Makato looks good. Yeah, he did. He did a really good job. He was job looking on his pretty hair. shaggy he too. He was looking first. very shaggy when we first met him.
0: <laughs> so we're just going to talk about some of our like some of the things that we first, like, what really struck us when we were like, oh, this is a really good show. I will say that uh, in, like, the first episode or uh, second episode, six of them were sitting in, in the kitchen and they were talking about, like, their lives and stuff and it, like, was a slow dawning realization that uh, they were all single and they were clearly there to kind of pair off, which was a little was a little strange because you would think that they would know this coming into it yeah of course but yeah it's just
1: it's better to have single people go in
0: than yeah, to have it's... a
1: relationship because real world was really bad about oh, that yeah
0: so yeah they they all just kind of like like somebody would ask if they if they were single and they would talk about it for a little while and then they <laughs> would each, each kind of start <laughs> being like no i'm single too and and then, like, just the the utter realization that it's like, oh, we're okay. We're yeah. supposed to. Yeah, there's three I gotcha.
1: of you, three of us. Yeah. Let's see what happens at the end of this. Uh, <laughs>
0: Tatsuya, the hairdresser, did openly state that he was there to meet someone. Yes. Um, Physically,
1: yep. So, so he verbally said it. He
0: was straightforward. He's like, no, I'm I'm here to meet a girlfriend.
1: I want a girlfriend by the end of this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was like legit what he came out to say. What's your favorite? Uh, what was the first first couple things that you were like? Oh, I I adore this show. Uh,
1: you know, I I think the thing that I like most about it is that it isn't manufactured. Yeah. Like they they are going about their days. They're very sweet people. Like mm-hmm. they're very cur- courteous and very thoughtful to each other.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's really outlined to, um, like the the thoughtfulness to each other, where it's like. A couple people would cook dinner for themselves, and then somebody else would come down, and they'd be like, "Oh, let's we can fix you up one too." Yeah, two, there's right? always
1: more. There's always yeah. extra. Or, yeah, it's it's very thoughtful, and you know, and I think not. You don't really get that in a lot of places. In a lot of the other shows. No, they're very thoughtful towards each other. And I think the reason I really liked it is because there is no outside influence. Yeah. Everybody's doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. There's definitely love triangles going around, obviously, because, you know, you got one guy who's, who's gone on a date with all three of them. Yeah. Right? And then you got one guy who's gone on a date with one of the girls, and then you got the other guy going on a date with another girl. But the problem is, is... No one knows who they're going to pair off with, but sometimes it's kind of obvious yeah. in a way. Like, I can see certain certain pairings, but you don't know if it's going to happen or not. Yeah. But I think that's real life, though. Yeah. To, to I think that's what I like about it, is that this is real life.
0: Uh, we just finished an episode where Tatsuya is the one that took all the girls out on dates. Yeah. And he kind of ruminated on how he felt after each one for a while. Yep. Yeah and he was we got a scene with him talking to the hairdressers and uh, his other co-workers yep. and he's like yeah i think i know who i'm i'm gonna go after right now yeah it makes uh, I've, me very excited I've narrowed it down to one <laughs> and he recently just asked uh, the model minori if she would like to go with him on a second date like on another actual date.
1: their first date was really great
0: yeah they went uh Went to an island, uh, hiked the mountains, saw some went cows, fishing. went fishing. She had...
1: packed a picnic, a and picnic it lunch. was beautiful.
0: Yeah, it was so, very nice.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's a really great show, and we definitely recommend it.
0: Yeah, uh, the first uh, episodes that we've watched is definitely not, like, it's not drama farm. It's, it's not there to, like, agitate you into having, like hard opinions about people oh. it is it is a lot more starting to feel a little disappointed in uh makato because he seemed like such a sweet yeah, genuine he's person breaking
1: my heart right he, now
0: yeah he's kind of falling into some bad habits and he's made some poor decisions and it's causing tension between the other people yeah. but like I, i'm hoping he rallies i'm hoping he's just kind I of hope like, he
1: does too i hope he's just in a slump
0: yeah. Uh, yeah i'm hoping he's just in a slump and maybe he'll get better yeah let's move on to our next thing because we because if you're coming back now we went a little over the 10 minutes i anticipated so our next thing Pamela. yes do you want to tell us about the next thing
1: our next thing is about conventions yes and expos and things like that yeah it's so much fun so quick you're better at the intros. <laughs> so, I know. Than I, I know. You I'm just trying put to get on you. the spot, and I'm, I'm like, "What am you. I still gonna say?" I'm gonna have to write stuff down because you're know. gonna make me do okay. it. <laughs> so, you for... <laughs> know, very structural
0: that way. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking about conventions, we mean things like uh, the anime expos, comic expos, like any sort of convention that you attend purely for your enjoyment. If you're looking for like a rare comic or memorabilia or something like that or if you just want to go and cosplay and show off your hard work or if you're interested in meeting celebrities in any sort of industry that is holding a convention i feel like i mean there's absolutely a convention for everything
1: oh there really is
0: like that's kind of the uh beauty of the internet where the internet has kind of created these very clear groups of people that want to, you know, share their interests with each other.
1: Communities, fandoms. Communities,
0: fandoms. And then from that, being able to connect with other people who shared these interests is kind of where conventions really exploded. Because, like... Like,
1: well, how would you feel about getting together with a hundred other people that are interested in the same thing you are Yeah, love that idea let's do it Well, like, I, I,
0: <laughs> I think of, of two very clear things like comic conventions back in the day was a conference hall in a hotel with like four or five tables of rare comics that you could just try to finish your connection with and then maybe an artist talking about how he creates things mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it and then, like, Star Trek conventions are very similar. It's very like very big. Uh, well, I mean, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, like, 94, 95, before that was an acceptable thing to do, you had, like, the extreme, extreme fans who would be considered weirdos because they, they own uh, the uniforms and they, like, <laughs> learned Klingon and glued fucking meatloaf to their head. <laughs> um, like those sort of things is like this weird extreme that we have grown past because now it's a lot more extreme. acceptable to want to do that. Like the other thing that I I would always think of when we're talking about like old conventions is model trains. Oh and yeah, that's true. Like model train conventions were something that was fringe of fringe, you know, conventions were already kind of like, off to the side but then the people that wanted to do a convention for something that had a large install base already like model trains were a big thing before you know pop culture fandoms started becoming like a a normal thing for people to have model trains were that thing because you could focus and you could search for you know the piece that you want right you can design this huge elaborate set and make sure everything is like accurate to the the scene that you want to portray and stuff. So like the idea of a convention is either the weird people in Klingon outfits going to a hotel to spend two days smelling bad or <laughs> these insane train model train builders and collectors who you know traveled three days to get to Iowa uh, <laughs> in order to find like the one piece of a 1500 steam engine or something that just would really make their their scene look awesome yeah and that those are kind of like the two contrasts from when I was a kid and then when I was a teenager I ended up going to a lot of conventions Yay. because I'm a huge fucking dirt Dirk <laughs> and I met a lot of like my friends, there and like I indict with a lot of people that all met at conventions and now go to conventions together. And like now that I do art as like a job type thing, I go to every convention we can afford to go to sell some of my <laughs> comic garbage. Exactly. And my plastic shit. Um <laughs> so yeah, my ex- I've, I've gotten to have the experience from either side,
1: and I like them. <laughs> I love conventions. I think they're super fun. What was your first convention? You OdaFest. OdaFest? OdaFest was my first. I think you first. might
0: have talked about this on this yeah. podcast.
1: Well, that's probably because oh, of the, the anime. anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah we but OdaFest was my first. So OdaFest Oda
0: is a Calgary anime and Japanese, Japanese culture festival. Yes. Because nothing says Japanese culture, like a bunch of people whose only experience it with it is anime. Okay. Yeah. It
1: works for me. Why not? <laughs> uh, no, I did that one. That one was fun. fun. I would try to do that one every May long weekend. Mm-hmm. And then Cause
0: that because you definitely want to try to get downtown when the trains aren't working.
1: Well, that was before it was downtown. Oh, okay. That was university. days. Oh yeah, it was on the yeah, university, that was university days.
0: Just...
1: Yeah. So I would do that every year, and then one year I decided. I think when I finally got into other things other than anime, I decided to do the Comic Expo, the Calgary Comic Expo. And that was super fun. And then just last year, we went to the Anime Expo in July, Uh, which was... The
0: Los Angeles
1: Anime Expo. Anime Expo. The Biggin. The Biggin. Anime Um, X,
0: as they call it.
1: So much fun. I don't think I've... Like, Calgary Expo is great, but Anime Expo... That was huge. It was massive. That was like huge. Yeah. I don't even think the attendance compares. Oh
0: no, we were waiting w- for four hours to get into the freaking. Like building. there was,
1: their end all total for the whole weekend was like three hundred thousand something. Like this enormous number of people that attended. Like I don't even think Calgary expos had something similar to that. In a very long time. I mean, they're they're they've reached their they're growing, but
0: I think we're we're at capacity for what we can expect from here.
1: How it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So let's briefly talk about this. What do you expect when you're going to the Comic Expo? Like, so when we went to Anime Expo, Mm -hmm. we had made a very uh, conscious decision on the things that we wanted to check out. Mm-hmm. We chose panels that we wanted to see. Yep. We made a clear decision on what we were looking for in the vendors. Yes. I knew what artists I wanted to go see in like the Artists Alley. Like I had decided what I was going down there to buy. What is it like if you don't create? Uh, an itinerary for your day
1: like what's my what's the appeal to it?
0: yeah if, if you're if you're not going through everything that that they're offering what and you just kind of like rolled up the day of and, and I like, like I'm gonna be here for one day. this is the thing that I'm gonna do what what would you go and do
1: shopping yeah legit. Shopping right. shopping is like the first thing I go and do. I don't look at panels. Like, even at OdaFest, I didn't do any panels. I didn't do anything other than go shopping and dress up. That was the only thing I went there for is because online shopping is great. Yeah. But because of where I live,
0: yeah.
1: it's costly. And yeah. everything comes out of the United States. Yeah. So a $10 book becomes a $13 to $14 book.
0: And it shipping. could become
1: to $20 book, and that's just like shipping in the cost. And it's ridiculous. I cannot afford a single manga <laughs> down there. So I would make my list. Yes. I would literally go through all of my books. Yep. I would make a list. I would type up my list. And that included the volume I needed, the uh, author of the book. And I would do that. And I would go into that hall the vendor hall cool. and i would look just for manga sellers yeah. anybody that had manga that's where i would go and i would look for the deals the buy five um, yeah. for 25 or something or buy five for 30 and get something free like i would always zoom in and there was one vendor that would do it every year yeah. and it was u.s cover price nice and that was not including tax so it was literally 10 dollars a book Got it for $10. It was a beautiful. <laughs> One year I spent over $400 mm-hmm. in books.
0: I get that for sure. Yeah. Uh, I you... left
1: that with bags. Yeah. It was beautiful.
0: When Going to, like, comic expos uh, as a kid, like, I didn't have a ton of dough. So what I would do would be I'd bring, like, a sketchbook and just go to, like, the different, uh, artists hanging around, and if they were willing to just drop a sketch in the book, then...
1: That was something you liked? You yeah. like Artist Alley then, hey? Yeah,
0: yeah, I would go around, get them to fill the books, and then after, after I got that done, I would go, I would take, uh, go take photos with all the cosplayers, because that was That's the fun. other thing. Yeah. Like...
1: Cosplaying is all great.
0: If you don't have the money to blow on a convention... Like the only other things are panels. And back when I was like 16, 17, 18, there weren't any fucking panels, there was like two or three. If you want to meet uh Brent Spiner, like you wait in line for uh, an hour and a half, get a chat with him for a few minutes, Mm -hmm. and then give him $20 to have a photo taken with him. It's not great if you're young and broke
1: yeah no i
0: mean now it doesn't really matter so much because i make my own goddamn money exactly
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) if i want to get a photo with nathan Fillion, i'm getting a goddamn photo with nathan phillian exactly (laughs) um but that's uh again though i i get tables every year i've had a a table at uh, the calgary expo since like every year since i was 21 22 something like that so it is now just a constant yep. make sure i have new books make sure you have new art get to the thing we trade off wow well,
1: well well yeah sometimes anyways <laughs> uh
0: sometimes we'll trade off you know i'll go do a thing then trade again they'll go do a thing we'll have lunch at the table which i don't think we're allowed to do this year really yeah they're very they're being really strict about food this year
1: Okay, well, I had some ideas for some easy food yeah, things easy to food do. Things. Yeah.
0: And also, you yeah, know, I'll give you a tenner and you can go get me a pita or something from the food trucks.
1: Yeah, we'll see what food trucks <laughs> there are this year. That's yeah. exciting.
0: So, that was just a lot of stuff that we wanted to talk about. Yeah before we mention the fact that we're going to be at Calgary comic and entertainment expo this year.
1: Yes. As
0: I am every year, as previously mentioned, yes, previously mentioned previously, you, uh, can find us. We'll be in the big four building. I have a small press booth, uh, as usual, look for the big Scudsworth banner. We'll also have a Nux's lovely, lovely day banner. That is one of the books that, uh, I finished last year.
1: Is that the table?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, we're at the Big Four building. We'll be at the Small Press booth. Though so in your pamphlets. Yeah, pamphlet, yeah, booklet. Yeah. In, in the booklets, we'd be under BFSP. Uh, so Big Four, Small Press, 5021. If you want to come check us out, I have so much new stuff this year. Yeah, come I've grab got a stickers, button. <laughs> and I've got buttons, and I've got... Preview books from the new stuff that I've done. I have a full, full new, brand new gamers book, a full 24 pages. Yeah. I've got the full series of Irate Titans and the full series of uh, Noxus A Lovely Day available. Yeah. I've, I still have a couple uh, copies of the original two gamers trades. Got lots of shit this year. So yeah, come Come it's spend some money at, at my place.
1: Come say hello yeah. and maybe grab a sticker or two. And
0: buy a bunch of stuff for me. Yeah. Please. 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 It costs so much money. I even have stickers this year. Oh, yeah. I Josh, surprised. Josh
1: got stickers for my Valentine's Day printed up of my toast character. <laughs>
0: Camilla draws one thing, and it is a. Because can
1: only draw one thing. Toast
0: with googly eyes and <laughs> it's stick it's arms and stick legs. Yeah. And she drew a bunch of them for the Inktober event. And then she drew a bunch of them for uh, uh, a couple other events.
1: Yeah, January something. And the, Yeah, there January arts something yeah.
0: event or something like that. Yeah. So Cam was done a bunch of those. And she asked me to scan those. And I had surprised them her by editing them up and getting... Bunch of stickers printed, so you can buy a set of her stickers, or you can just buy one or two ones that you like. Exactly,
1: they're fun. Yeah,
0: so come check this out. There, uh, we'll also be at the Panel One Expo we mentioned before. Uh, that is in May, May. May. That's in May after Odafest. We're we're going to be attending Odafest, but we don't have a table. So if you see us walking around, you can uh, just wave us, and we'll we'll chat up chat you up a bit.
1: Maybe we'll bring some stickers or something. Yeah, maybe we'll have some. If you we'll see us, some... we get you sticker. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you find us at OdaFest, we'll give you a, a sticker. I'll, I'll, I'm will i sure I'll have some left over. Exactly. And we'll be going to print again afterwards. Of course. After this. But, uh, yeah, so we're first doing Gamble's Birthday.
1: Yay! <laughs> we'll be out That's of town. That's coming up in...
0: But then uh, we'll do the Calgary Comic Expo. Following that, we'll be attending... OdaFest. Yes. If you see us, come say hi. Then we'll have a table at Panel One, which mm-hmm. is another Calgary event. Uh, we're also getting out of uh, Alberta this year. We're going to Saskatoon. So exciting! Uh, Saskatoon Comic Expo is in September. The fifteenth
1: and the sixteenth.
0: Fifteenth and sixteenth. We'll have a table there. Uh, the details are coming up. They haven't uh, confirmed our like where we're going to be in at the event. I still have to book our hotel, but I'm gonna have to. I have to wait wait a couple months for my uh, my poor credit cards to recover uh, from Camilla's birthday. She's getting spoiled rotten this Yay. year. Just means she has to spoil me on my birthday. So
1: exactly. No. <laughs>
0: So that's all we wanted to talk about uh, this week. If you wanted to come find us on social media, you can just search for scudsworth.com on Facebook. Uh, all of our new stuff goes up there. If you're listening to this when this comes out, we've got a new video up on Friday. Both previous Friday and the upcoming Friday we'll have new videos. should be a new... I think we've got a new uh, No Experience Necessary still coming up after this. That's good. No, oh, no, sorry. For when this goes up, it'll be the following week, so never mind that. Uh, (laughs) Scratch that. (laughs) New comics. will probably be posting a bunch of photos from Camilla's birthday celebration. You can find us just online if you go to scudsworth.com. All of the stuff that I do is on our actual website, so find us there. You can find Camilla on Twitter at (laughs) Okay, you <laughs> Nova <find> Berries.
1: <laughs> Nova Berries.
0: You can find her Instagram at
1: Nova Berry Blue.
0: And you can also find her uh, Tumblr at that as well. Yeah. You can find the Scudsworth at Scudsworth on Instagram?
1: No, Scudsworth.com no. uh, on Facebook. Yeah. You can just search that. And uh Instagram is T E H dot Scudsworth. Yeah. And then you got your
0: Twitter. Uh, And then I'm at Twitter at uh, TestCut as well. And that is also our Patreon. If you uh, have some extra dollars burning a hole in your pocket but can't make it down to one of the conventions to give them to me in person, you can always kick us a dollar or two on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-C-U-D. If you don't have money to share... Consider uh, just tweeting about us. Yes, and also, please. Share, share, share. Tell your friends about the show if you're enjoying it. Sure. Uh, please leave a rating and review and all those things that you already know how to do because this isn't your first podcast rodeo. <laughs> that's good. I think that's I think that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, wish Camilla a happy birthday. Aww. Jump on Twitter. Jump on Instagram. Jump on our Scudsworth thing and say. Happy birthday, Kamala. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I'm send so excited. Her, I love my birthdays. <laughs> send her
0: photos of like a birthday cake or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Cakes that she'll never eat. Pretty much. Yes. Mm. Or like a cat wearing a birthday hat or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you
0: go. <laughs> something like that. I'm sure the music is playing at this point. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay, we well, love bye. you. I love you. Love you. Oh, you did it! Oh, I said it! Oh, I said it. Oh. Quick.